0: Welcome to Linux Link Radio by TimeSys, the podcast for embedded Linux developers who want to simplify and speed up their custom platform development. Visit TimeSys.com today for access to our podcast archives.
1: Okay, hi, this is Gene. And Machi,
0: welcome back. Hey, so we were talking about, even though I didn't want to talk about it, we were talking about open software and free software and the licensing and all that other GPL sort of stuff.
1: Last time, yeah, yes. Yeah,
0: even though I was really interested in talking about shared libraries and the particulars of oh, LD library
1: path and I, I, how the loader worked and everything. I could tell by the midst of our recording that you were very much enjoying the topic. So. Yeah, I was.
0: <laughs> I managed to keep my eyes open the whole time,
1: which is, you know, I think accomplishment in itself. Well, so, uh, free software is, is really a, a very interesting topic, and uh, I, I think that we get more than ever questions from, from customers. As a matter of fact, we um, have... Uh, spoken uh, over the past uh, few weeks with a couple of customers myself and, and you as well I, I believe right yeah and we we're talking about licensing and 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 uh, free software yeah because people don't know what's involved they want to comply and
0: we I know we went on for a little bit but one of the things we sort of missed is you know folks that are out there you know what are they doing for licensing and, mm-hmm. and how does it work and I know that once we finished up because we try to believe it or not we do try to plan <laughs> So, uh, but we finished up. We didn't talk about folks that actually have you know GPL software and it's licensed and and different sort of schemes and what they do for compliance and all that other good stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and I know then, then the other thing we got uh, talking about was folks that put like node locking uh,
1: on their licenses yeah. too
0: and other like like DRM protection schemes inside GPL software.
1: Well, I think that you alluded uh, some to that um, when you were talking about tivoization. Oh, yeah. Um, But uh, I think that there are a couple of uh, examples, and and, um, perhaps we should talk about what components of Linux are really truly free or or open source, let's put it this way, and uh, components that you can find out there in the open source and uh, components that you can get from uh, various vendors as well. Sure, so the, the totally open and free would be what like the kernel the kernel, yeah, no problem with that, and that's that's the piece that is uh, has to be adjusted to a specific hardware that um, you're working with, mm-hmm. but before you get to that point, you have to set up your environment right and yeah. to um, i mean assembly environment can be a very time consuming thing. Mm-hmm. But as far as different components that get into that environment are concerned, yeah, you have choices. Yeah, we. It, one of the nice things is that, you know,
0: for the for the kernel at least, uh, there is a very vested interest on the the board manufacturers to make sure their software is mm. out there and is compatible and is as licensed and open and free as possible. Mm-hmm. I, I remember like a couple of years back there were. Uh, Some vendors that that insisted that they needed to have some super secret, you know, binary-only modules that you know tainted the kernel when they loaded in. But I mean, that that's really gone away. I mean, hardware vendors have seen the light to the point that they understand that you know when their software is free and open. And, support, you know, and available to the community, and it'll be supported by the community, and it's it's yeah. one of those rising tide lifts all the boats in the water kind of situation. Yeah, and, and,
1: and TimeSys and has been the the that, on that boat too. as well, right? Yeah. And we, we jumped out of, of that boat um, roughly, what, three, four years ago, yeah, more or less with the introduction of 2.6 Linux kernel. Yeah, well, for a while, yeah, TimeSys did have proprietary kernel modules mm-hmm. that they loaded in. So, but not to jump off the main topic... Uh-huh. Um, so kernel and kernel is definitely free mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> Sorry, you can get Linux kernel from various vendors and they can charge money for it, but once you get that kernel, it usually is not licensed in any other way than GPL I mean it's not node locked it's it's free right? yeah
0: well the the fortunate thing about hardware vendors is is their their real goal is to get out there and have people mm-hmm. buy boards so if if what they have isn't in the mainline kernel, it's not because they're not trying mm-hmm uh, i know there's there's um through no no intention or through, not through intention but generally to get patches for uh uh like the startup code for processors in the mainline kernel takes sometimes longer than it takes some mm-hmm. other sort of patches. So there is a lag, but it's, yeah. it's certainly not their desire for it to be that way.
1: And, and today, um, most of uh, semiconductor vendors and board vendors treat Linux as a way to validate hardware. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, one of the first pieces of software that is um, developed and brought up on, on a new hardware. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's also great news for, for us, for uh, people that want to adopt the hardware and use open source software because you get kernel yeah. right out of the gate. But yeah. And then you brought up the other pieces. Other pieces, yeah. which, is, which is actually probably even more important than the kernel because um, those other pieces will, will be involved in the process of assembling, evaluating applications, assembling a system that uh, meets specific requirements of your product. So what are those other pieces? Let's, let's list them out quickly. Okay, well, first one is cross compiler. Cross compiler, and that involves uh, GCC, that involves uh, Benutils, that involves um, uh, some sort of a C library, yeah. and then tons of uh, other libraries. Yeah, uh,
0: even the, you know, the the curious thing is, even the purists say, hey, you really don't need a C library to compile mm-hmm. the kernel. Uh, but for all intents and purposes, you do need some C library because the kernel builds a bunch of applications that are, you know, support applications that run on your board, like menu config mm-hmm. is you know compiled and runs on your system and Mm -hmm. i know it depends on lex and bison and has some other constraints so it's not as though it's zero uh, as long as you you need no glibc i mean Mm -hmm. you do need some libc it may not be for the target but you definitely need something so in terms of uh, gcc itself is Mm -hmm. it free well it's free from gnu and it's it's designed to be gpl licensed you know free software Mm -hmm. and you know for the for the spin of GCC you need for your target board. that's where things get a little bit itchy because you have to, even though the sources are free, there are frequently architecture or even processor-dependent patches you need to get. You mm-hmm. need to sort of lasso those up and uh, get your cross-compiler cross-compiled along with typically the... Um, uh, standard library, even mm-hmm. though it's really not necessary for uh, kernel work. And then you have to get the bin utils as well. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: well, but those various optimizations, uh, just as uh, information for our listeners, usually gets into uh, GCC mainline within uh, 6 to 10 or maybe 12 months from the introduction of a new... Uh, yeah, that's true architecture, new, new core, new processor from a semiconductor vendor. So this is more or less also time that it takes to um, assemble first um, hardware designs and get them into um, software design stages, stages where you would require a well-optimized compiler. So, But GCC itself it's free, and you can get it from various websites, including uh, Free Software Foundation. Is that the website? GNU.org. GNU.org. I'm sorry.
0: It's gcc.GNU.org. Okay. But you know what most people do is they'll go out there, they'll go to CrossTool, mm-hmm. or have them, uh, but either that or, or something like Open Embedded. Uh, most people would like CrossTool because o- Open Embedded, you need to have like a mind meld with their bit system there you need to make a bit bake recipe you have to learn yeah. a new language well uh, there's like a secret handshake involved there's all kinds of stuff a lot of folks go with the cross tool because it builds
1: it's exactly as similar. you said assembling a, a cross tool chain yeah uh, if you don't have that expertise in house can be to say the least time consuming right
0: yeah well it's it's one of those things having done this like, you know mm-hmm. my maybe you yeah. don't know but like my first job here at times this was I you know, do. go build that go build that <laughs> tool chain and uh um, uh, and even though it was just hard, right. Yeah. And what would happen is that your script would fail. You know, something would fail for some reason because, you know, it wasn't built on your type of host or there some configuration issue mm-hmm. and the turner, the latency was four hours, right? So you'd mm-hmm. make one little change and you'd have to hope you got it right because in order for you to figure
1: out whether you got it right or not. Yeah.
0: I had to wait four hours in order for yeah. things to compile.
1: So you can get uh, GCC from open source. You can get GCC from different projects. It's a big uh, slow disaster. That whole project. <laughs> you can get uh, GCC. Despite of
0: that, they kept me on. They kept me on, even though I think it took.
1: Well, life. I think from the time when you played with toolchains, um, the the project itself accelerated. There were quite a few new releases of GCC and uh, and all associated tools. I just thought it was because I was incompetent. <laughs> but um so so, so let 's actually talk about the sources again because i i want to I wanted to provide all the needed information to um, listeners that are investigating that particular topic right Where do I get Gcc and cross compi- well cross compilers an entire uh, development environment from so you can definitely assemble it yourself by getting different components from open source mm-hmm. you can get prebuilt binary components prebuilt GCC and a configuration from different uh, open source projects
0: yeah that 's becoming a uh, uh, there 's more of those out there mm-hmm. um, a lot I know what inhibited that the first time around was the fact that a lot of folks didn 't have the bandwidth to deal with the one gigabyte mm-hmm. download that was Gcc uh, but the other issue is that there are so many different configuration things to twiddle with yeah. <laughs> that you frequently need to compile one yourself anyway right. and,
1: and usually when you when you get a cross toolchain from one of those open source projects they they are geared towards a specific application that that project is about Mm -hmm. Uh, so another source are vendors and let's talk about vendors you can get i've seen a model where you get a you pay for software and you get open source software assembled for you but once you get it um, you can do with it whatever you want it's yours i mean um, both binaries and the source code and you can run them on as many machines as you want
0: yeah, well, it's GPL, so they owe you the source. I mean, no, no matter what, they owe you the source and and reasonably a way to build it.
1: Right, but there's no any way of limiting the usage of binary components or, or, of GCC from some vendors. And and very recently, I've noticed that there is one other um, type of uh, vendors out there that um, provide or, or, or license um, the build environment. Um, you talking about the guys? You talking about the guys at NodeLock? That's right. Node lock GCC. I'm talking about people that use tools like FlexLM to lock GCC to a specific machine.
0: Yeah, I I saw that. There was there it was it was kind of funny. There was like a a posting. There was a Usenet posting, and I thought, oh, okay, whatever. And and it just so happened, like a couple weeks ago, I talked to someone Mm -hmm. that that was like stuck in that situation. And then just like a couple days ago, Mm -hmm. I ran ran across at least two or three people that that were similarly situated. I felt bad for them.
1: Well, it's it's an interesting apparel right? trend Because uh, there are companies that try to uh, use free software to... I mean, they sell free software, but they... they Try to limit the usage of binaries on a per. Isn't that like a slap in the face to everyone that worked on basis. that code, though? I mean, it really yeah, is. It is. It, it's, it's, I mean, it's supposed to actually um, help. I think end slap users. in the face is the nicest thing I could say. No, but seriously. <laughs> okay, go on. No, that's okay. I, <laughs> I, I know that um, you, uh, you've spent some time looking at um, uh, the, the node lock approach to GCC, and um, I agree. This is, this is by far the most surprising thing to me as well, well yeah, being I in mean, this space for quite some time considering now considering
0: like the, the thousands and thousands of contributors into that product and 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 you're com- you're completely I, I, leave, I can't even think of the word I mean you, you're you're com- you're completely uh, 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 subverting all of their work and all of their effort yeah. uh, it's like it's not yours and you shouldn't be doing that I mean uh, but the funny th- okay, but the, even the funnier thing is so okay. I thought well you know, Make some, me laugh. Oh, and actually, probably <laughs> probably isn't funny to anyone, me. But so, so you could tell, like I'm sure, like some cube dweller in marketing. This was their their brilliant idea, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> <Dorks>. but <laughs> but so it's like get the sources and just comment that line out, right? It's like two slashes, right? And that's what you got to do, and off you go. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even understand what they're trying to do, other than anger. You know, the folks that get the software.
1: Well, uh, I, I'm just thinking about users that get to deal with um, build environment that, that's delivered this way and the pain of developing free software well, even Microsoft doesn't know lock or compiler. They, they do not you can take uh, the compiler and move it to um, another machine what's well, not locked in terms of uh, well Microsoft we we. I'm not sure if we should talk about Microsoft here but no, um, okay. as far as development tools are concerned and this um, is way off topic but did you see
0: their commer- I'm, I'm making even quotes with my fingers here. did you see their commercial yes I did it's like
1: it was funny. I, I want my minute back. I
0: mean, it wasn't funny. I mean, it was the the thing that was funny is that someone actually thought about it, and that's what they made. That was the funny part.
1: Are you talking about Jerry Seinfeld?
0: Yeah, that someone didn't say stop. Yeah. Uh, I,
1: I really, I I think there should be a refund site where you can get but your it, minute back. But it it actually caught your attention. You did watch it, and you do remember it. So, but. Anyways, we are off the topic here. Let's go back tell, to uh, free my, software and let, Linux. Let me tell you about the car wreck
0: I saw last week too. It right? Caught <laughs> my attention. I remember it. There's a big chain, and this is where I was. I was another minute
1: that you want to forget.
0: Yeah, I was outside of, of Baltimore, and I'm sitting on the highway, you know, stuck. And then I hear the, the police things, right? And then I see the fire truck coming down the berm of the road. And then I thought to my, yeah, I'm thinking to myself, well, this can't be good. I'm gonna be here for a while. <laughs> And um, and it just so happened when I was yeah. leaving that later that night, this, this office, there was a house on fire. Right down, it was like there's this wave of disaster running through the okay the do, JFX corridor where I was. Okay, do, so back on topic. Do again, not I'm sorry.
1: drive uh, close to my house. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're anyway, the one who
0: had plane problems, right? <laughs> parts of the plane falling off every time you landed. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so back on topic again. Bit, no, no, but the whole licensing thing. I mean, that's um. Hmm. But you you should just be able to... I mean, that's really one of the cases where you should be demanding the source. So you don't find yourself in that sort of pickle.
1: Well, especially because I understand a way of uh, providing uh, additional tools that utilize command line tools, uh, GNU tools that are designed to be free. So if you have another layer on top of those tools, on top of GCC that... Make the task of assembling applications, Linux kernel, uh, root file system, cross-compiling different packages easy. Then not looking those tools, those higher-level tools, makes sense because they are primarily developed by commercial, um, well, various vendors. Well, Um, it's
0: work that you do in-house that's you know separate from the tool. It doesn't inhibit GCC from working. So let's say if you make the magic GCC front end for code development i think mm-hmm. they call those IDEs mm-hmm. these days but let's say you make one of those magic things and you make your windowing system and all, all that other work then if if you want to node lock that more power to you right, right. Uh, that's perfectly fine and that's even right. that's within your rights as a even someone that, that's calling a gpl program entirely within your rights that's right um uh, and you know as a as a you know someone that's buying software you should you should no, to ask that question.
1: It's kind of like uh, you know I'm going to use right now Linux kernel. We'll derive. We'll actually take the entire Linux kernel, and I will cross compile it for you, and I will no lock it because this should actually run on one machine only. That that's what it feels to me.
0: <laughs> Were you the consultant for them?
1: <laughs> but, I, I would fail miserably, as you can tell. Yeah, but
0: but that, that's entirely the thing. It's like okay, well you can get the sources, but but don't change them. Yeah. Or something. And I, I just don't get that. That's just one of those things. Well, so the in information for
1: our listeners is that if you're assembling your build environment, you can get um, GCC and cross tool chains from open source. You can assemble your, them yourself. You can get them from vendors and uh, vendors that provide them to you. And um, I mean, one-time fee, I believe there is up front for a service of assembling but once you get the binaries and the sources, you can use them on as many machines as you want. yeah,
0: I mean the key is to get you know, to get out there and make sure you get the sources, and then make also make sure you don't have um, uh, anyone who has kids right, understands the concept of malicious compliance right so y- you know how that works, Matty, don 't you?
1: I have kids yeah, but yes. you, know, you know the
0: concept of malicious compliance right yeah. so but you have to make sure that they 're also not being you know, maliciously compliant uh, with the GPL. Um, which is it's a sad thing that turns up but you want to make sure that hey that you get the sources and you're able to rebuild your tool chain mm-hmm. and you're able to modify your tool chain and not be you know stuck and not be and, and not get support anymore That's right uh, because
1: in the future you might choose to reuse your different components that you've used for that project two three years ago and you might want to just um, uh, build the next version of it and yeah, reuse you, most of it of what you've already developed
0: yeah or you know you may need to patch it. To, yeah. to to you know, Change processor might be out. There. Yeah. Processor might be out there for a while and then a that's bug right. is found, you know, two years later. And geez, you should probably want to patch your proxy compiler if you're still yeah. supporting it. And you shouldn't be stuck uh having to go back to you know on hands and knees to your vendor, assuming they're they're yeah. still around, and then you know, do that. I mean that's uh that's not right. And it, I mean that's it's it's just it's the opposite of free software.
1: Yeah, I absolutely agree. So uh tool chain. Linux kernel, definitely free. Mm-hmm. And packages, well, that story with packages is different because, are, of course, open source projects that host a variety of different packages that provide different feature functionality, graphics, wireless stacks, and, and, and such. The, but there are also proprietary packages, and that's perfectly fine because we're in a, in a world of companies developing software completely from scratch
0: yeah and that's totally okay so if you're out there because again there's uh, the the classic example and i'm not picking on you but the classic example is graphic stacks right Mm -hmm. so there are a lot of companies out there that Linux kernel is is free software they may and and, but their graphic stack that drives the touch pads that puts the frames on the thing that makes the buttons that does all the, the and that's there's hard work that's something that because it's small and they've done a lot of work on it it's proprietary Mm-hmm. And if you want to node lock that at runtime and whatever yeah. licensing constraints that whatever the cube, that whatever the cube dwellers in their marketing department
1: think are appropriate, that's okay. Absolutely. I mean, you've put your resources, time into optimizing the performance for end user, and it's your right to sell that.
0: Yeah. And, well, the deal is too is 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 it's usually you know that up front, right? So if you go deal with a yeah. graphics vendor, I don't want to mention anybody because, but you know, if you want to deal with a graphics vendor, they'll tell you, hey, it's this much money. Yeah. You know, yes, we'll give you the source. No, you don't have a right to redistribute the source. And yes, this is how much we sell it for. And
1: mm-hmm. and
0: this is that's how the perf- deal.
1: And that that's how that particular software is going to behave on a target that you develop. This is the performance. So they provide not only the prebuilt binaries tools to develop graphics applications mm-hmm. with those different packages, but also support performance measures, performance numbers, so that you can design your application in a, in a very consistent way. Yeah,
0: So uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, so in user land, you have to be a lot more careful. Yeah. You know, a lot of what Linux comes out with, what, what someone's going to come node lock NodeLock BusyBox next, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the next
1: maneuver. But, I know a few people that wouldn't like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know, for a
0: lot of what you get out in user land, it's designed to be, the, the way Linux is Set up, you can have whatever relations you want. And many of the packages are used by embedded vendors. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily like they're selling you uh, you know, Zlib. Uh, that's really not what they're selling you. They're selling you zlib that's been cross-compiled for mm-hmm. your target. Because you know, if you're dealing with a big system, that's one hassle you may not want to deal with, or mm-hmm. even present as a hassle. That's just one chore. You well, just may not you just may not choose to deal with you trade. It's right. the same deal with any software, right? I mean, you're going to trade some amount of money for some amount of development schedule. That's, right. and that's worth it. You want, you want to, to spend okay. you
1: want to spend your money and, and time on something that you really go, is going to differentiate your product in the market space, yeah. and, and, and don't really build everything from scratch only because it's uh, it's open source. So. Yeah,
0: and yeah, and and I guess that's when you're when you're investigating when you when you get engaged with a vendor, you want to check about those sorts of situations Mm -hmm. because the same thing i mean so if you're dealing with a vendor and and they say okay here is zlib they should volunteer you zlib sources and so you can you and at the same time they should also be nice and tell you how they compiled zlib so you can do it yourself
1: that's right
0: and uh they should also not put the not throw the book at you if uh you choose to recompile zlib right because i guess it also gets into the compliance thing it's like well here's the sources here's everything but it don't don't you dare cross-compile that son again, you have to call a consulting server, right? you, you know, you don't want to deal with someone yeah. like that either. Yeah. There's a lot of mom-and-pop places, that, and that's pretty much their their model.
1: Yeah, consulting houses. Yeah, it's yeah. like a consulting gig. Okay, I think that we've uh, exhausted the topic at least to a degree. I'm sure that we could talk about it for the next uh, couple of hours. But um, we are interested in your opinions in this particular topic, and if you could, please do share your opinions with us. We'll try to share your opinions with uh, everybody else here.
0: Yeah, feel free to write in. I mean, if you've gotten a shaft from someone that was, you know, goofing around with their licensing or somehow made it difficult for you, you can write in. I don't, don't. Uh, we're not interested in names or whatever else. It's, but the, the important thing to to know is what to look for and how not to
1: get. Stuck. Right? Yeah, and if you have any uh, suggestions for uh, what you would like to hear about next from us, also send us a message and then we're talking are about us to Yeah, we're talking about shared library. To cover gene's topic, right? As, that's as the one that's as he, much as
0: you don't want to talk about it, we are because most people run into them, run into problems dealing with them. It's it has its own collection of
1: peculiarities. So please do It's uh, interesting, if only to me, right? Send us emails or send emails to Gene so uh, and me so that Gene can, can see that there's interest in shared libraries topic. <laughs> I'm gonna have my kids send them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well thank you very much for for your time today and Oh and it's
0: the email address, right? Podcast oh, podcast at,
1: time at times dot com. Podcast at com. Yeah. Uh, drop us a line. Uh,
0: believe it or not, we get uh, more mail than I think we should. But, but we do read it, and uh, we, we
1: we reply to folks that write into us. And if you write to us on something interesting, and that we can bring up on a uh, on during our epi next episode here, we'll we'll make sure to uh, send you a one of a nice t shirts with uh, the Nextlink Radio logo. Oh, do and, we have those? Oh, what nice, yeah, we do. Are you serious? Did wow! You,
0: didn't you design them? No, no one, Maciej, come on. No one talks to me about anything. I mean, if I want to know what's going on here, I call my, my wife or someone and she tells me what's going on. She knows before me. Come
1: on. So now I understand why everybody else is calling your wife. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much for uh, for the time today. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And uh,
0: I, I, I said, I, we're going to get back on the regular episode deal now that summer's over and we have to get back to work and stop playing around. All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by TimeSys. Are you new to embedded Linux? Looking for a way to simplify your next project? The Linux Link service by TimeSys makes it easy to build your custom embedded Linux platform. Go to timesys.com today or call 866-392-4897 to learn more.